0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's a hard next slave. It is a hard next slave. A hard next slave. Oh, it's a hard next slave. It's a hard next slave. It is a hard next slave. A hard next slave. It's a hard next slave. What is up, Barry motherfucking D?
1: What is up, Craig?
0: How about that? How about that Scottish rendition of the Hardnick's Life theme song? Well done. Thank you, thank you. Derek, right? Derek Derek Milligan from Scotland. When we asked for theme song submissions, I never thought in my wildest fucking dream someone would come out with a bagpipe.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs)
0: Pretty fucking awesome. Guys, keep them coming. Wouldn't it be cool if we got like a Jamaican one, a Japanese one, where else? Uh, a Latvian one. Although all our fucking Latvian listeners are way gone by now. Alright, this is a weird time, Barry. We thought we would do a podcast tonight, right? There's no games going on. That's right. I don't even know what the point is of speaking about some of the game, like the Knicks' final games that we had. There were some good moments. I have nothing to do. You've got nothing to do because you're in self-quarantine. So, Barry, how is the coronavirus treating you?
1: Well, I was going to say I'm unaffected by have it, you been but I don't tested? know what we're going to do. Have I, I've not been tested. Why not? Although I, I have not shown any signs <gasps> of any symptoms, mild nor severe. <laughs> right. Everyone in your family's good. Everyone's good. Uh, I mean, my daughter had the sniffles on Wednesday, so I didn't send her to school because I didn't want to be that parent that sent their kid to school with a cold but then she was better so we sent her the next day and then my son today he had like a very low fever and like a little bit of a cough so i didn't send him to school oh do you immediately start thinking it's the coronavirus because that's what i do
0: i've been thinking i've i've had the coronavirus for the past week on thursday yeah i was at work feeling like off right So, you thought maybe this was the start of it? Yeah. And so I was like at work, but I'm feeling weird about being at work and I'm in a bad mood because I think my life is about
1: to end. Uh, And you're like, maybe this is the COVID. (laughs) It's creeping in. I don't call it the COVID. You really call it the COVID? The COVID 19. Hmm. Sometimes it depends on the mood I'm in. But now I feel, I think I'm fine. So, that's good.
0: I think that dude it was I was talking to people at work it's like everything about this just sort of is
1: draining well yeah yeah because I mean you really can't see an end in sight I mean everything is really arbitrary you know you hear it like two weeks is this magic number because you figure you know if you think you have it but then like two weeks go by then you probably don't but it's like well okay so two weeks ago I never had it but maybe like two days ago I did so now I'm 12 days in now did the two weeks start again That's why it's like, what's going to happen 30 days from now when the NBA looks at it? Okay, can we get started up again or whatever they propose they're going to do? I just can't see it being that easy and like all of a sudden it being gone. Like I understand the idea and trying to contain it and you don't want it to spike even more. You kind of want to flatten it out, give, you know, the medical field time to treat people that need to be treated. You just want to slow this thing down. But as far as it, being contained to the point where it comes to an end, I don't see that happening so fast. And by fast, like I mean in a month's time. It's probably not going to come
0: to an absolute end. But with it not being contained at all, with everybody just out in the world maybe spreading it because no one know, even knows they have it, right? It, it can just spread a billion times faster than it is if everyone's trying to stay home. In an ideal world, everyone stays home for two weeks, like you said. And the people who had it within those two weeks figure out that they do have it. And the people who don't know, they don't, so they're good to go out. And uh, ideally, nobody's walking around with it not knowing, you know, at that point. Right. Which is basically what was probably going on. Since supposedly you could like you could catch it but not know you have it and be spreading it before you show any symptoms, which is crazy. Yeah. So everyone was walking around like that. The fucking asshole flew on JetBlue. Did you hear this? Some guy flew home from Florida to JFK. On JetBlue, got tested for COVID-19 before he left. Got on a fucking plane. Oh,
1: see, and they tell you, wait two days for the test results first.
0: And got the notification right when the plane landed
1: that he had it. Oh, jeez. So he had to tell JetBlue. Oh, and then those people are all screwed. All those people on the plane are fucked. Like, not necessarily because they have it. They're screwed just because now they got to wait and get tested and be quarantined. Oh,
0: yeah. Exactly. Oh, And that guy has been banned from JetBlue for life. No. Yeah. Really? Yes. He he should go to fucking prison. You should go to fucking prison for that. You think you might have COVID 19. Now I'm calling it that because you did. I haven't called it that once, Barry, this entire time. I like calling it that. It is cooler sounding. (laughs) Coronavirus is a mouthful. Right. Well, before the coronavirus, we had one of the most epic nights the 2010 night? The 2010 night. Frankie finally did it. <laughs> it was that the game where he had like uh, like 12 early points? And this always happens to Frankie. He, he puts up some early points and then trickles in a few more later and never quite gets there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: had like 17 with like a couple minutes left. And you're like, oh, he's going to fucking just miss it again. <laughs> right. As if this
1: is so important, but it's really just so people can stop saying he's never scored 20 points. I know. Uh, it was so great, though everybody embracing that 20 points because like part of it was like tongue-in-cheek and like i don't know like it was almost like in, in fun but you were literally enjoying it at the same time i don't know It was just like a very positive thing i felt that's a big fucking hurdle of course
0: when like all the frank fans are tweeting about that got the frank haters tweeting shit like oh this no-name nba rookie had 23 in his first game it took frank three years to get 20 congratulations <laughs> Someone tweeted Zion's numbers from his first game. Like, give me oh, a fucking come on. break. Come <laughs> on. There's a little bit of a difference. But not only did he have 20, he had 10 assists.
1: Yeah, so you put that next to that in the same night. That's great. And just the fact that he's still here. Like, there were so many close calls. I mean, he, he's the longest tenured Nick, you know? And there were so many times that you thought that he was just, you know, had his bags packed and he was going to be on, shipped on his way out.
0: A month or two ago, French Nick's podcast was swearing. That he had inside information that Frank was going to Detroit. Do you remember that? Was that like back, back like in October, November, October, November? It was no, it was closer to the. Tra- it was like a couple weeks before the trade deadline, oh, I think. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. He he knew it. I was even DMing with him, and he he knew with a hundred percent certainty. And I was like, "You don't know anything." I was telling him, "You don't know what you don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> he was saying that Frank's agent was uh, in Detroit days after. Frank and the Knicks played there, but he was still there or something. He's like, Look, he's still there. He's at the game tonight, but his fucking agent is the same, he's the same agent for that other French guy that's on Detroit. Right, right, <laughs> right.
1: What <laughs> sort of a ridiculous
0: assumption to make. And then, of course, another French player, Rudy Gobert. Talk of the NBA right now. Oh my gosh, what a weird night that was, right? You start seeing tweets about amazing what's going on with this Jazz game, the Jazz Kings game, right? I uh, know Jazz Thunder. Jazz Thunder. Then all of a sudden, right after the Knicks beat the Hawks in OT, or during OT, I don't even remember, NBA season suspended out of nowhere. Then you start hearing that Emmanuel Moutier has COVID-19. Not he doesn't. Right. But for some reason, people were saying he did. Right. And Rudy Gobert, basically, was the first with coronavirus in the NBA. And, you know naturally a few days before he was diagnosed with it he was uh, rubbing his genitals over the microphones in the in the in the presser area was it his genitals I didn't see that
1: I didn't see the genitals oh no I think it was just his hands actually <laughs> okay <laughs> they, I think in France they call their hands their genitals Gen, so the genitalia they call it the
0: genitalia the fingers yeah yeah that's right is that unbelievable yes <laughs> yeah, I had something similar actually happen to me at work with a, with someone who thinks they're fucking funny. Oh, did you really? Yeah, you know when all this shit is going down, you're trying not to touch things, right? I'm opening where I work. I open a lot of doors. So you do the sleeve thing. So I do anything I have to do. You know, I put just my forearm against the door and just push it open. Sometimes I do it a little over the top because I feel silly. I'm not making like a joke out of it, but maybe I am. But I'm opening the door to this one dude. And right when I open it, he sees how I'm trying to open it, and he purposely coughs at me oh, as a joke, which is basically what Rudy Gobert did.
1: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. He's rubbing his hands on microphones on on, on reporters' cell phones that were lined up on oh. the table, you know. And I know it came out of, it was a joking manner, but how stupid does he look now? And and you know, just
0: I mean, it's fucking moron, really distasteful. <laughs> but it's
1: like totally something I feel like I would do as well. So. I don't know, would you? <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. I do a lot of stupid shit. I say a lot of stupid <laughs> shit. You know, I don't think about what I'm doing most of the time.
0: If you ha- if you were working with someone or someone in your family was very afraid of the coronavirus. Yeah. They're trying to ke- stay away from any germs. You would go up to like their laptop and start rubbing your hands
1: all over it or, you know, cough no. in their
0: face. No.
1: No, but that's not what's going on here. And maybe all the people he was around thought that it was all for nothing, which a lot of people still do feel like everybody's being over-precautious, and it's not that big of a deal. Can you imagine what he was doing in the locker room to everyone's things? Can you imagine?
0: He did that in a press conference with reporters watching. Oh, yeah. He probably was rubbing his genitalia on everything. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Probably his very long genitalia, from what you hear. (laughs) Is that what you hear? Nah, I don't know. know. But can you imagine though can you imagine all these guys sharing showers and whatever else is going on with gobert who's openly touching microphones and he's walking around yeah. with the coronavirus sucks that Donovan Mitchell got tested for it and was positive as well
1: and, and and Rudy gobert's also getting blamed for giving it to a kid in the stands for uh, signing an autograph Did he? A, the, yeah there was a kid that came down with it um and at first it came out that he they believe he got it because uh, he had gotten an autograph from one of the Jazz players uh, at that game. And then and then it came out, and I don't know if this has been verified or not, but supposedly it was from Rudy Gobert. But he's
0: getting blamed, or that's just what he's being linked to, because that doesn't sound like he needs to be blamed. He didn't know. Oh, right. No, he didn't know. Same anything he didn't know about. I mean, he's getting blamed for rubbing microphones and whatever else he was rubbing in the locker room right. with these guys, but— yeah. Did you hear that? Um, whatever Mitchell said to a, a fan during uh, pre-game warm warmups while he was shooting around.
1: Yeah, 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 he said, yeah, he said, I can't give you the ball. You might give me uh, the virus. <laughs> it's. I mean, that's just coincidental. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking you know, what a weird yeah. what a weird fucking time. It's unprecedented, dude. Like everything. The my you know my kid's school is closed until March thirtieth. It's closed for a full two weeks. Okay. <laughs> And meanwhile, my wife's a teacher, but her district, as of now, is only closed on Monday. So I don't know what the hell we're going to do, you know, unless they change it. I, I really feel that, that all of Long Island, if not New York State, has to get on the same page and just shut everybody down for two weeks then. Like, I know it's going to fuck up a lot of other people that have full-time jobs that aren't teachers, Then they got to figure out what to do with their kids. But I feel like everybody should be in the same protocol.
0: Well, listen, I mean, I feel bad for your situation, but welcome to the fucking world with the rest of us because yeah.
1: every, everything
0: is fucked up. Yeah. I don't like. I don't want my kids' school to be off. I don't want my kids off for a month because then I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah. I actually have to work from home, but I can't be working from home with my kids running around. I don't know how I'm going to do that because I actually have to fucking work. Like, what does that mean? Like, are you being monitored? Like,
1: how, the, the work yeah, you have to they, do? It.
0: they need you to sit at your desk From nine to five to be on meetings, on on call, to. It's actually my fucking job to come up with work that everyone can do over these. I work for one of the fucking leagues, okay? And
1: it's one of the major
0: leagues. And it's shut down game wise, but all the employees still have to fucking work because we still have to try and stay relevant during this time. And so we have to come up with work. People are where everyone's working from home.
1: People how can, long,
0: We can go into the office if we need to pick something up or stop by there.
1: How long can you stay relevant? Like, I understand everything's relevant now because it's all new and it's all fresh and people are going to be kind of proposing, well, you know, when we finally do come back, you know, are we going to try to make up what we lost? Are we just going to call it there and start the postseason? You know, as far as the NBA is concerned. But like, and in your situation, like, how do you stay relevant the further this – you know gets prolonged well first of all there's there's still things that we were doing for
0: the remainder of the season that still needs to be done for whenever we do come back so all that work has to continue
1: but part of your funding is from people going to these games right and viewership for these games that are now not taking place well
0: that's why we really need to come back (laughs) Yeah, obviously if they're paying us they want us to do something Sure. So we have to promote the game in some way. Plus, they just want to justify why they're you know they can't just give everyone a
1: month off, right? And hope that the uh, you know team owner of the uh, that particular arena or what have you, in you know in certain people's cases, are uh, going to get the salaries paid from them.
0: Yeah, and I think most of that really that you're hearing is is for the workers who are like you they're know literally in the, the arena games and getting paid like hourly. You know, right, 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 by a particular team, right, like security, the people making the food ushers because they yeah they can't work Dolan can't just have the people making the burgers at his house for the next month just so they're doing something (laughs) (laughs) so you fucking pay them but yeah
1: it is a weird time man feels like the end of the world it sort of does it's like you feel like you're in a movie this is like you know scene one or scene two of you know people getting infected it's spreading across the world this big (laughs) pandemic and next it's like you're not going to be allowed outside your house people aren't even going to want to breathe the air i was thinking that today i took
0: my kids outside after dinner because i was home today i took off today because one of my kids didn't have school so we're like playing on our swing set and that was crossing my mind because you're trying to stay away from people but it was i was like it's nice to be outside in the fresh air i was like but can you imagine if
1: one day just being out in the fresh air you could catch a virus I
0: feel like that day is coming. Well,
1: outdoor things are being canceled. I mean, they're canceling half marathons, and I don't know. That's, like that's a crowd, because of you know, big, crowd of big people, crowds of people yeah, and so forth. But even these outdoor events now, you're seeing, seeing uh, getting canceled. What are you doing this weekend? Are you staying inside? Are you? I'm, I work. So you know, you're still working, right? Yeah. I, I understand in Italy, retail shops are closed unless you're a pharmacy or a supermarket. You know, And maybe we'll get to that point here where there'll be some type of mandate that we've got to close. But we're, Right now, we're open. Okay, so why why the fuck is it so important for your for your job to be open? That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. So I'm in a sporting goods store. We sell bicycles, okay? And to be honest with you, a lot of people don't want to go to the gym. Okay. Most people do not want to go to the gym. That's a you know? So at least a bicycle is something you could get outside. Get your exercise in. You're only touching your own bike. You know, you're not worried about other people's germs on it. So, I mean, I feel like that's a, a good thing. And, and we are hearing that from people.
0: It does, sound it does sound like a good option. I'm not fucking going to the gym. So you're yeah. telling me there's a spike in bicycle sales because of the coronavirus? We
1: think that there can be. Oh, boy. And uh, from people that like we're selling bikes and, you know, it is something that comes up from, a few, from the few of the bikes I've sold in the last few days, you know, that people say that I'm not going to the gym. They said,
0: have you guys posted on Facebook like any ads or is that not yet? Why go to the gym when Corona, when there's coronavirus, you can
1: get coughed on by a bike. That's kind of like (laughs) that fine line where you don't want to (laughs) turn, you know, I mean, it does sound faster. It does sound like it does sound like
0: you guys are in the shop. You're like, all right, guys, this is our moment. Okay, the coronavirus, nobody's going to gyms.
1: Well, there's that. There's they're not going on vacation now because they can't. So they've got some extra income that was going to go to the vacation oh. now. Maybe it could go towards a bike. This is the stuff you think about and you you know you talk about.
0: So let's see what yeah.
1: happens, right? Yeah. So in an ideal world, this thing goes on forever for you guys. No. <laughs> Why are you putting words <laughs> in my mouth, dude? Absolutely not. But speaking of the sleeve thing, like we do see like when people open the front door, they got their jacket sleeves like to pull the handle open and this and that. And then I feel bad because I'm pulling out a bicycle for them to sit on, you know, oh, so yeah. my hand's on the grip. Then they're touching it, you know. Right. So every time a customer walks in, I feel like I got to walk into the back, wash my hands, walk out with a paper towel drying my hands so they see that I just washed my hands. I've never been so comfortable in my life turning down handshakes or – Dude, <laughs> every time somebody would walk through – we have like a lot of frequent customers that I do yeah. with. So people walk in. And literally, when when we approach each other, it's like we're playing rock paper scissors because one person puts out a fist, one person puts out their hand, then they change it to a fist, and you change it to the hand. It's like you don't know what the hell you're doing, and then you end up, you know, doing the elbow thing.
0: Yeah, even though the world was ending, I went out to buy an iPhone case today. I needed one, and um, <laughs> which makes no sense, but I can't fucking break my iPhone. And I go up to the cashier. Right. And I was—I I didn't really want to go up to him because he—his face was glistening a little. He looked a little sweaty, and I was like, "You look like you could have a fever." But I did it. He—he he tried to hand me the receipt back. I was like, "No, no, no you keep that." <laughs> <laughs> you paid by credit card? Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. I thought about paying cash, but then, I, first I of all, so much cash during of the all, day, dude. First of all, I took out cash for this, you know. So you should I don't wanna use up all the cash because if the bank if something happens to the banks, you need some cash, right? Second of all, if the world is ending, like I'm never gonna have to pay off that credit card bill, so just fucking run up that credit card bill. But yeah, I used my credit card. He 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 touched the things we bought, so I immediately wiped them down when we got to the
1: car. <laughs> it's so it's so disgusting. Ugh. It's been wild. Um, have you or your wife did the big supermarket run or costco run i did it on uh thursday night how'd that go there was no fucking toilet paper in the
0: entire supermarket yeah what's up with that which is very strange because there was a lot of other food but the fucking toilet paper shelves right that's what you hear there paper towels or paper towels there were
1: tissues don bolo on twitter tweeted a picture tonight of some guy in the checkout line <laughs> with like six cases of toilet paper and he just like a big arrow and what a dick is that a dick yeah i mean some stores are rationing the amount of either water that you could buy or toilet paper or you know disinfectants well what is the deal with the toilet paper i don't know everyone
0: is really afraid of being running out of toilet paper (laughs) yeah that's like the big thing (laughs) crazy i mean what's the worst that happens you have to shower after every time you take a shit i mean that's the worst case scenario right and you're, you're stuck in your home anyway so you got nothing but time right exactly I, we, we didn't have any, so my our babysitter, when I got home, I was complaining that there was no toilet paper. She found some today, which is very nice, and brought it over to us. Well, that's nice. Fiora toilet paper. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It Sounds fancy. I don't think it was a fan I think it's probably the cheapest stuff you can get.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: like dollar store type? One ply? I think so, because it was like 12 rolls for like $7, so that's oh, pretty okay. good. That's pretty good. But she brought over, which was awesome, because now we have at least like 50 rolls of toilet paper. And that should last going. at least a week or two.
1: <laughs> yeah, my wife went tonight uh, when I got home from work. She went to Costco and then the supermarket. But she's like, Costco has nothing here. Wasn't Costco crazy, though? Yeah, she went, though. I thought about going to Costco, but I don't want to be around all those people. I was like, I'll see you in five hours. But but she got back fairly quick. But she, she didn't go to the supermarket next to Costco because she figured everybody leaving here is going to go there. So she drove across town to go to a different supermarket. But yeah, she came home with a bunch of stuff. I was like, wow, we're set. She's like, yeah, I'm not, she's, she's hoping her school changes their policy too and it's closed for two weeks. And she figured she's not going anywhere. And she's just going to be, which she she loves being home.
0: And what kind of stuff did, you, did she buy? What's, what's good to buy? Oh,
1: so she bought a, a lot of frozen shrimp okay she bought uh she bought some fruit like apples she bought boxes of cereals she bought a case of paper towels, a case of toilet paper so she did find that tissue box tissues she had a hard time finding she had to buy like single box tissues usually we would buy the cases but she bought like four single boxes because she couldn't find any uh we don't really tissues. do
0: we don't really do tissues oh we go through so
1: many tissues uh, we just use toilet paper for that or paper towels Oh we've got tissue boxes all over the place uh, like a hotel. Yeah, and... Uh, I got a lot yeah, of... a lot of milk. I got, she a, got, lot got a lot of milk. pasta.
0: I know what you're all thinking. Oh, pasta. Yeah, we got pasta too. We got I know what you're all thinking. What is, the, what is going on in this podcast? We're talking about... Look, look this relates to everybody. Listen, this is what we're going to be doing for I don't know how long, right, Barry? What are we going to talk about? Constantly talk about Frank's 2010 game? I mean... <laughs> We can talk about that every day. We're going to still night. get on every week, right? And just talk about what's going on in our lives. Normally, we talk about the Knicks because that's what's going on in our lives. But now uh, we've got nothing going on in our lives. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Fucking
1: toilet paper, pasta, boxes of cereal. Yeah, and we, we, we could we could bounce back in and out. Let's yeah. bounce back in. Let's go. So Let's go. what do you think the NBA is going to do? What's your hunch? Let's say 30 days go by. All right. It's April 15th. It's right when the playoffs were going to start anyway. Sure. What do you think makes the most sense for the NBA?
0: So here's what's interesting and what you have to consider. Okay, it's going to be more than 30 days. You want to know why? Go ahead. All right. So I think 30 days. It's probably going to be
1: 30 days of everybody um laying low, staying away from teammates. Right. Right. And Adam Silver said himself, he kind of just threw that number out there to give a little bit of guidance and just to. And he, me- yeah, like so, so I, don't, so if if it's
0: really 30 days of of people being quarantined or just not being in big groups of people. Um, then after thirty days you're talking about teams having to practice for the first time, you know, sort of get warmed up before games. They're not just gonna all of a sudden start
1: playing games right away. Well aren't they allowed to practice in their own practice facilities they like, can't get together. The rules, they, they can't get
0: they, together with their teammates. They can't? I don't think so.
1: I have a I have hold on. I think I have something so okay so this is according to the athletic shams charania is that how you say shams last name training
0: it's about it's all he deserves yeah (laughs) it's all any of these so supposedly shams
1: charania are we gonna rip on woosh soon or what sure we'll get to that next yes so shams reported that the nba has informed all of its teams a number of policies effective immediately all players must remain in the market of their team Players remain home as long as possible. Oh, you're right. No group workouts or practices. And then team physicians and trainers speak to each player once once a day. day. Yeah,
0: I read that. That's where I saw that. Yeah, you're right.
1: So so you're right. You could be talking
0: about a lot of time. Unless after two weeks they say, okay, now now you can get together in groups. I don't know if their goal is to come back in 30 days or their goal is to – you know, lay low for 30 days and then the teams can start getting together because then you're talking what six weeks maybe or you need at least a week of practice before games are played. Maybe
1: it's a week. But then like I think they're going to when they do finally start playing again, hopefully they do and the season's not just, you know, ends here and then that's it. There's no nothing. Um, I mean, I think that they're going to start with the playoffs. I think they're going to you know, most most teams have sixty five, some sixty seven games played. I mean, I I think the smart thing to do would just be to you know let the seating be where it is based on the standings as they are now, and it is what it is. And at least you get a postseason out of this.
0: It's very hard to do that, though.
1: I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams pissed about that. Well, what w- w- what's the alternative? I mean, you can't you can't just. I don't. I don't think there's a way you could just delay the season and, and run it out into the summertime. You know, deeper into the summer, there's going to be too many conflicts. You can't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you can play the whole season out. But maybe you play a handful of games before
0: the playoffs. You just give these teams that are within like a game of the. There's nobody season. within a game. There's, there's nobody, nobody within, within a, game. a game. No, the closest oh. is
1: like three games out. You got Portland and then like New Orleans. Okay, but, them, you but you know but
0: like, what? Honestly, it's not just about them though.
1: What about the teams like us? What with like, uh, like, lo- like lottery implications and draft yeah. implications? Yeah, because that's important too. It's the same thing, though. It it is what it is, you know. And yeah, it's unfair because some teams had easier schedules or harder schedules up to this point. And exactly. At the end of the
0: season, but strength of schedules changes, and absolutely, if over the last few weeks of the season, your team has a hard strength of schedule, and the Knicks played some fucking cake games <laughs> over the past like yeah. week or two. That really sent them
1: backwards. Yeah, well, they have what? Dreams. They have like the sixth, the sixth worst record in the uh, league. If it were to end today,
0: which means they can end up with like with like a fucking tenth
1: pick or something, or a first, right? Yeah, sure, that's likely to happen. <laughs> yeah, and if the season did end, and they end what with a twenty one forty five record, then the way I look at it, their their winning percentage went up. From last season. Last year, they were, what, 17 and 65. That's a 26% winning percentage to a 32% winning percentage this year.
0: Honestly, if the season ended, I I think for all those lottery teams, and it's probably because I'm a little biased, everyone should just have an equal chance to to move up to one. And an equal chance to fall wherever the fuck they fall. Just give everybody the same number of balls. No,
1: but the whole the whole idea was to make it a little bit fairer for teams and not force people to tank anyway. So I, oh yes, yeah. so, so I feel so, like you just leave it where it is. And, and oh it great! Is so is.
0: so the fucking Warriors who have sucked all year get Steph Curry back. They were about to win some fucking games,
1: <laughs> right? And
0: now they're gonna all of a sudden get the number one pick. You'll see, uh, all because of the coronavirus. Unreal, unbelievable. And how about that Wojnarowski or however the hell you say his name? (laughs) I fucking hate that name. I can't spell it. I can't say it. Adrian Wojnarowski? I really used to hold him in a very high regard as somebody who just said it like it was, you know, or says it like it is. doesn't play these games the other writers do, but is a serious
1: reporter. Okay. So is it the way that he said it? Or is it that he said it at all? Because he can't just say except for one team and then not say who the team is either if he's doing his full reporting. So is it the way that he said it that bothered you? You missed the following tweet, Barry,
0: the next day?
1: I saw the following tweet the next day that he said there
0: were two other teams as well. First of all, okay, it was the way he – it was multiple things. It was the way he tweeted it. Do you have
1: the tweet? Can we read the tweet? Do you have it? You this now, you pull – you're the one that wanted to talk about it. You pulled the I fucking, fucking do I don't a, have the you tweet. You how hard it is to find I don't have it. It wasn't important to me, so I don't have it. Here we go. It was not important to me. All
0: right, so why don't you fucking talk while I find it, all right? All right. (laughs) There. See, I could have talked while you looked for it, but you're going to talk. Woj. All right, so Woj tweeted, Several teams were willing to put the games on hiatus, but the rest wanted to move forward, eliminating fans from arenas to continue playing games, sources tell ESPN. One team wanted to keep status quo until a governmental or public mandate dictated change. The New York Knicks. Now I have a question for you, Barry. If if, um, yes. if that report came, okay, sources told ESPN that pretty much everybody, like he was saying, wanted to put games on hiatus, except there was one team, the the Charlotte Hornets. Would he have tweeted it the same way? One team wanted to keep status quo. The Charlotte Hornets.
1: No. Yeah, yeah, I. I he wouldn't have. Th- that's your opinion. I, I don't, I don't know. I can't say he wouldn't. Am I? Th- maybe I'm naive. Okay, but but but
0: but the other problem is that it wasn't true. Right. Okay, because the next day he says ESPN sources besides the Knicks, two other teams on the Board of Governors called Wednesday Express reservations on eliminating fans from games without first receiving a formal governmental mandate to do so. Houston and Indiana. The day before, he said one team. Now it's three teams. And
1: now you're mad at him for for telling you that he found out that it was two more teams. He could have, couldn't he have kept that private if he really wanted to bash the Knicks? Maybe he and make should make them look bad. He was wrong. He could have apologized. He could have said I was wrong. It wasn't just one team. But he shit like that happens to him all the time when he says that there's a proposed trade that's gonna happen between this guy and this guy and this, and then it comes out the net following tweet, it ended up being this, this, and this. He doesn't apologize for those. Wow, man, I can't believe you're taking the side of him. That's ridiculous. You're very sensitive. You're not alone. <laughs> I'm not, but you're very sensitive. Barry, I am
0: not being sensitive to this. I it's irresponsible. It's it's, it's not right. He he's publicly yes. basically defaming the New York Knicks, claiming that they're the only team that was against this, singling them out. The next day to say, "Oh, I'm sorry. It was it was three teams actually. They weren't the only team." So for an entire day, everyone around the league gets to look at Dolan and the Knicks and talk about how horrible they are for being the lone team that that had a problem with it.
1: right? Right. They don't care about public health and public
0: safety. It's the same thing that goes on in the government with some, some politicians where they say whatever they want, even if it's not true, and they get everyone an uproar and everyone believes it. And then like a few days later, you find out it wasn't true, but it doesn't matter at that point because everybody remembers that first initial tweet. You know what they say about first impressions? What do they say about first impressions? They're the most important ones, dude that's what people remember so you could apologize a few days later but everyone remembers your first tweet right. most people probably didn't even see that second tweet naming the other teams <laughs> so yeah i do have a fucking problem with it so there you have it all right i'll i'll allow it so you think this was the right move by um suspending the nba season and what you're seeing like more and more of a lot of a lot of jobs sending people to work from home do you think you think that the kids should be out of school is that to make your wife's job easier or you
1: really think they should be Home from school, oh, no, I, dude. I, I really don't know. I, I don't, I'm glad I'm not the one that has to make those decisions. Um, but like I feel like the more events that get canceled, and the more leagues that are doing this, and the more school districts that are doing this, then yeah, others are going to follow suit. Um, and yeah, I guess it's the right thing to do. I mean, you're dealing with something that is this powerful, this widespread. Something that's moving so swiftly that's killing people, you know, albeit, you know, older people or people with pre-existing conditions. People are still dying, you know, at a higher percentage than people that are dying from the flu. Not more people that are dying than the flu, but a higher percentage, you know, in relation to who's infected. So, yeah, it's obviously it's an important thing. It's got to be taken seriously, um, at least until we could get some sort of handle on it and know what's going on. And have you heard anything
0: about the Knicks? Have they been
1: tested?
0: No one has anything yet, right? I
1: saw. I'm trying to think if it was the Knicks. I saw there was a team. It must have been the Knicks that I read. That every test came back. They were just waiting on one more to come back, um, and every everyone that had come back was negative. And which one were, were they waiting, waiting for waiting one for? more test? They they didn't specify. Well, how could they be waiting for one one more? Ah, oh, maybe he was fucking late to the party. Somebody tweeted
0: know. that they ran into DeAndre Jordan at the
1: supermarket. Yes,
0: did you? Yeah, hear yeah, that? I read that. Yeah, yeah, so I read that. And he said that the Nets were being tested on Saturday. All the Nets, is that right. just out of safety or out of safety? Did they play the Jazz? I thought you only get tested if you show signs or
1: you're in direct contact with someone who had it. I don't know if they were on that list of like the last bunch of teams that played Utah or not. It's a crummy Knicks
0: life. By the way, even in the coronavirus podcast, we're going to do a, an ad for, for Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if you got a hankering for some crumb cake, you shouldn't be forced to leave your house and no. go to the bakery and go to the store. You don't know who's touching that stuff. But
0: actually, all the bakeries are going to be closed. So you can order some of the most delicious cakes you've ever had
1: via ClarksonAvCrum.com. Now's the perfect time to do it. You know, you're going to be running out of food in your house the next couple of weeks while you're. You know, locking yourself in. Enjoy the company of some crumb. Whether it's an eight by eight crumb cake or a pack of crumpkins, which are these little mini muffins that look like little crumb cakes. They're delicious. <laughs> they got salted caramel crumb. They got blackout Joe crumb. Classic crumb. COVID crumb. They got them all. <laughs> no, they don't. Oh, they have don't have COVID no, they,
0: crumb. There's no COVID in these crumb cakes. They <laughs> <That's>... are fantastic. <laughs> So take a trip down Clarkson Avenue and Crumb get some, right, Barry?
1: That's right. After you put some in your cart, it's gonna be a little box that says promo code. You want to enter Hard Nick's Life, and you're gonna get twenty three percent off your order.
0: You want to load up on toilet paper and crumb cake. That's the key. All right, dude. What else should we talk about? Uh, When's the next? You want to give everyone the coming up, upcoming schedule?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So what's today? Friday? Yep. All right. So uh, this weekend we're off. Um, mm-hmm. next week we are off the week after that yep we're off you know somebody said to me the other day what are you going to do there's no games on and i thought for a second i said you know what i think i'm going to reconnect with my wife <laughs> we're going to be spending a lot more time together cuz usually i'm downstairs right. watching the games and she's upstairs so definitely a lot more um Barry jordana time
0: yet here we are <laughs> doing a fucking podcast is <laughs> I she like uh what the fuck like, is going out. on
1: is she good with this pretty much <laughs> She was she she was fine but I'm sure in the back of her head she was like what the fuck
0: <laughs> All right here we go we're going to sim the lottery Barry right now okay. uh we're at the 6 6 spot in the Tankathon this like Barry said could be exactly where we end up if there are no more regular season games uh it's sad because we are just a game and a half out of the number 2 spot and uh yeah that's disappointing so here I'm going to sim the lottery and uh we got the 8th pick
1: Oh no! Really? Just so, who got the number one? Just pick? so you
0: know, right now the eighth pick, and I think that's what we got last week because the same guy was up there. Tankathon yeah. is is projecting Onyeka Okongwu, yep, power forward yeah, from USC to last... go number eight. That's who we had last
1: time. Yeah, the last two weeks, bro.
0: The good news with our draft position and stock lately is that Cole Anthony has really, you know, fallen early in the season. People were thinking he was me a top three pick. At least a top five pick. They have him going 10 right now. So even if we fall in that six to eight range, there's still a lot of point guards we can get. Some decent players. I know there's nobody that's going to blow anyone out. I think James Wiseman is the top guy, but he's not like a Zion Williamson type. There's this guy, Obi Toppin. Have you seen him from
1: Daytona? Dayton? Dayton. You mean Dayton? Sorry, Daytona. (laughs) From Dayton. (laughs) Dayton was one of those teams that they thought could have uh, won the whole tournament this year.
0: He's got some of the biggest numbers, too, in in this lottery. 23 points a game, 8.6 boards. That sucks about the March Madness, though. Of everything to be canceled or suspended, March Madness is just not happening, which is crazy. And that's, can you imagine the impact that's going to have on the draft?
1: No, a lot of scouts look to that to, you know, make final decisions on a lot of these players. A lot of
0: players like Steph Curry, that's where they, that's sort of where they make their name. And that's how they do end up in the top of the draft. Someone like Cole Anthony has some crazy March Madness leads like UNC. I don't even know if they were going to make the tournament, but a player like that leads his team and puts up huge numbers all of a sudden, you're a top 5 pick. With no with no March Madness, you're going to I guarantee you see way
1: more guys picked in the middle of the first round that end up huge steals. Or do you see guys that were planning on coming, I mean probably not these, you know, high you know, guys that were projected to go top 20, but you see other guys that were going to declare themselves eligible for the draft that now are going to decide to come back another year. They might. Just because they want to experience what March Madness is all about. You know, you play this whole season, you have a a successful season, and you don't even get to play your conference championship or your March Madness, you know, the NCAA tournament. They might because
0: you you could be on a big-time team, Kentucky, Duke, USC, right? And and that's a big-time team, and that's why you go there. You're sort of on the national stage for the regular season, but not really. It's really all about the tournament. That's when oh. you're truly on the national stage. That's where you become a household name. And then
1: you feel bad for these smaller schools that you know, like like Hofstra or Rutgers, that you know very rarely make it to the uh, tournament. And then you know they don't even get to participate because it's canceled. It's uh, it's a shame.
0: I have heard some people saying things like, "Oh, it's going to be the first time my school made it to the March Madness." Yeah, that is a shame, but. Yeah. yeah, this is affecting everything. I, I, I actually did not think about how it affected March Madness and how that's going to impact the draft and the NBA next year. It's unbelievable. Dude, this is all really happening, isn't it? Is it? Barry, Barry's like
1: staring into space right now. Are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. It's just like this has never happened in our lifetime, <laughs> like you know, anything like this. And, you know, you could say 9-11, and they, they stopped sports after that. And, you know, it was, you know, crazy crazy time but, but like like with school you know closing schools for two weeks at a clip it's unprecedented so yeah it's a it's a it's a really strange bizarre time right now with a lot of uncertainty
0: it's a sad time but we're gonna pick everyone up right now with this fucking awesome closing music barry does this not put you in the best mood i do dig it every single oh, time i love it it is awesome um, all right, guys, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. I'm probably not, I don't think I'm going to be tweeting at all for the for the next. What do you fucking tweet about right now?
1: You'll find something to tweet about.
0: I was tweeting about the New York City subways. It's all like non, I never tweet non basketball stuff, but now I am because I don't know what else to tweet about. <laughs> you can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. There's no games going on, but call us. Tell us what you're doing. You're lonely. Uh, if you're in quarantine, self- quarantine and we
1: want more of those we want more of those
0: uh, submissions. We want more of those submissions. If this is the end of the world and we're all trapped in our basements at some point, Barry and I will be still doing the podcast for you, right? Yeah. get those theme songs in. you'll open up the show, leave us ratings, leave us reviews and you can call us 516. 516- 336 3741, or you could spell it out like Barry
1: does every week. 516 33 Mesh 1.
0: And you think that's helpful to people?
1: It would be helpful to me. I'm not going to remember all those numbers after the podcast ends, and I'm not going to sure as shit write it down, but I could sure as hell remember 516 33 Mesh 1. All right, dude, uh, stay safe. Let's see what
0: happens here. Yep. Uh, hopefully, this isn't the last time we speak. What's up? What's the deal? Are
1: you all right? Yeah, I'm just rubbing my genitals on the microphone. What? <laughs>
0: oh my God, you really are. It's disgusting. All right, guys. Until next time. It is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.